Welcome to the Chorus Podcast, your aggressively subjective barometer for culture and media. Where each week, your hosts, Stefan Voss and Bruce Stennel, will disregard the trends and headlines to focus on what's really important, what you should be watching, reading and listening to. And now, on with the pod. Hello. Are you all right? Are you having a stroke? I got in from band practice at 11 o'clock last night. Oh, how very rock and roll. You just, you're living the dream. So I need a sip of this Azul C-turn. Uh, segue. 74 <laughs> Coffee, which is our, our very generous sponsor. Very nice, very nice. A very generous sponsor who does need to visit again, though, soon. Because mm. uh, we, we, we do appreciate it so much that we do go through it quite quickly. So we'll, we'll have a word. But Cito1974.com. If go you're in buy it. South Africa, I highly recommend you, and you're a coffee person, go and get some beans from Cito. I think you can probably also, upon the interwebs, you can probably get it sent to you somehow. Anyway, well, yeah, that's not really our concern. concern. Yeah, exactly. Just, just buy it, damn Welcome it. to the Give Chorus money. Podcast with Stefan Voss and Bruce Dennell. That's or the us. Chorus Podcast with Bruce Dennell and Stefan Voss, for that is us. Good day, good day. We're in an arts and culture podcast. Yeah, that's all in speaking. the that's all in the blurby thing, in it. Mm. Um, yeah, look, and people actually, people that. know that. Indeed. I know this because tell, I was upon, why, upon the theatre last night. You went to the theatre. Yes, and somebody in the. Uh, the audience in, in the foyer, foyer. Oh, the foyer came up to me and said, "Oh, I'm really, really enjoying your podcast." It's like took me a while. Really? Took me a while to, to to really put them together. Like a real person, but that's wonderful. So, in the so yes, theater an foyer. action, an actual fan. Sure. Um, so there we go. Hi, Mandy. Hope you're listening to this one. Mandy, good. lovely. Good man. Oh, Mandy. There we go. We'll, we'll do that sometime. Yeah. Um, right, let's jump in because there is a lot that has happened We've over seen, the last couple well, of years. You've seen things. Well, stage, things. stages have been filled. So, My goodness. shall we start with the one let's we both went some to? Live things, yeah. That, that we both went to go and see Gregory Porter. Yes. Um, okay, you go because I, I, I have seen a bunch that you haven't. So yeah, it's Gregory Porter. Well, um, that's I'll only that's the only one I saw. I, I first came across or was um, made aware of Gregory Porter when I was watching the Graham Norton show. And he I was asked. one of his musical guests. Okay, and he was just such a. Uh, it was a, an amazing performance on the show. I remember that I, I hadn't heard of him at all. Mm. Um, and then he he always invites the artist uh, after the performance does Graham Norton come to sit come on the couch, on the couch. And, and Gregory was such a gentle mm. soul and a genuine that is very much the, the amazing the single guy. if you wanted a single adjective it would be gentle I think yeah mm. and I thought wow you know not only was he bloody brilliant but he seems to be a decent guy and then um, uh, yeah we went to the, the show at uh, Monte Cassino at the, at the Teatro, Teatro. and um, it was Bloody good. Which was spectacular. So the thing, of, if you don't know Gregory Porter, he's called the all the sort of genre he's stuck into, which fits pretty well actually. Soul jazz or jazz soul. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd I'd say that's actually pretty accurate for once. Um, jazz in the sense that his band, who are all, which is terrifying, all kind of Stevie Wonder level musicians. Yeah. Um, play are clearly jazz hands mm. jazz cats as nobody calls them anymore mm. um, but there also is that structure in the song so they, they, it, there is a, a, a kind of a, a song structured in a way that a sort of pop audience can understand but then Gregory will step off the mic go and sit near the piano 
and let the and band let the take. keyboardist, now, you know, let the pianist and the organist have a little battle. Let or me let take the... umbrage with you, Bruce. <laughs> uh, where I see this is That's going, and I, I read your your review as well, um, and I do agree with you that the jazz <laughs> component. Uh, is mm-hmm. mostly in the music and then his singing and melodies and so on are, are the soul component but I will say to my highly trained ear he was actually um, um, bringing in some jazz oh, yeah. vocal as yeah. well so so some of the runs he did and the way he phrases and um, kind of finishes notes and yes. some of the scales that he was singing were not just Pop no, sure, sure. So he's a, I'm not. He I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking at well. charts for, yeah. to be to be sure. Mm. Um, where I'm going with the soul thing is is more that if you if you if I say soul singer in your head, there's an image immediately. Yeah, and it's it's, it's probably it's a smoky the smoky lounge and blah blah blah, and oh, people okay. going you know. But but also, yeah, it's people doing yeah, yeah. S- soul singing in a certain way, and that that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. Um, Aretha, but just a the great queen. a great set because yeah because all of these guys. Were it, again, Gregory's name is on the is on the poster. That's why you buy the ticket. But any of these guys would be a fantastic reason to to, to buy the ticket in their own right, mm. and they all get a, a long chance. The bassist, double bassist, uh, yeah, had a sort of they were little, kind yeah. of little little medley yeah, thing with, with Gregory, thing. Yeah. and some of which could have been improvised. I'm not sure that they, they sort of ended up into a little a little snippet of my girl, and yeah. um, you know, and, and just but that. They also just all of them seem to be having an absolute ball. They um, do indeed. So a really, really great um, concert in that sense as well. In that it's it's not just a, a sort of I don't know some some concerts there is that sort of celebrity thing. Mm. I, I must be seen there. This yeah. was not that. Although uh, we were easily the least dressed up people in the room. Uh, I think a lot of the audience did did take advantage of the we're going out. Let's. Let's make the most of it, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think it was a jazz audience, and certainly in South Africa, it seems to be um, uh, like so many things in this country, uh, uh, not necessarily um, uh, consciously, but there seems to be color lines over over certain genres of music. Mm, mm. So the vast majority of the audience was black, mm. and were singing along to every word, mm, kind mm. of thing. So I think there's a massive. Um, for that sort of soul jazz, a massive audience sense of that. Oh, that's huge. That's not yeah. necessarily us, you know, it's, it's straight white, no, sure. middle-aged guys. Um, but I thought it was a pity that more musicians weren't there because, man, alive those no, guys. I think that exactly that. It's 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 one of these. That said, I mean, as we'll I mean, see, more, as we'll see now, it has been a very very good couple of weeks to be a music fan mm. locally. What else? Um, well, just staying on the concert okay. side, I, we, I didn't go to Imagine Dragons, but no, just, just pointing, out, amazing. pointing out that that was also a stadium gig mm. that did happen. But did go to Sting, uh, my songs. No, songs. That's him, yeah. It's him talking. Okay. So Sting saying my songs. Um, but this is my songs tour. Um, which now, kind of does, me, does what it says on the can. Okay, because right? I was thinking my songs, it would be a very sort of stripped down thing. Him and a guitar player doing this. Did he have a full band? Full band, it? yeah. Okay, so Dominic, Dominic Miller jo- still joined at the hip. Um, all of the telecasters. Mm. Oh, and I don't say that to hurt you. Uh, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> I've lost a telecaster. Listener, a telecaster has, has moved on. Left the building. <sighs> it's another story. A sad story. But um, 
Anyway, all of the beautiful telecasters. Um, and uh, a drummer, drummer called Zach Jones, who looks about 12, but I'm assured is in his 30s. Although I, actually, I went and looked him up. But okay. uh, what a great player, man. Sure. sure. Zach Jones. He always has um, great drums. And then these amazing backing singers, harmonica player. Hmm. Dude is just there to play harmonica. Hmm. Really, really good. Uh, and a keyboard, uh, Kevon. You know a guy from Jamaica if he spells Kevin Kevon. with an O. Um, okay. So yeah, so so great band. Again, in in as much as Sting writes simple music, which he doesn't, but kept simple, mm-hmm. um, and just and playing great songs. So Amazing. yeah, came on. Uh, how old is, is Mister Seventy One now? Seventy one. How's those those high, How's that high register? Fine, actually. Amazing. Uh, the, the, Absolutely. Every amazing. now and then, and you would know somebody plays bass <coughs> occasionally, or a guitarist, or whatever. But I don't. I, looking at his hands I don't think he's got arthritis or anything but pretty much every song every couple of songs he would pause and just while he was talking he'd you know, wriggle his fingers just to loosen them up huh. them loose. okay sure um, but as you know bass particularly hard thing to, to yeah, get yeah. clean notes on and wow. uh, all the patterns that he's playing and so I played bass <laughs> other than fragile that's all he played you know and he played an acoustic famously guitar. picks up um, the small parlor guitar made indeed. in Italy in the Probably, 1500s yes by <clears throat> by Flash, a goat herd. Somebody. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So his his son, <coughs> Joe yes. Sumner, was Joe the support Sumner. actor, actor, act, act even support act. Um, and obviously, you can't you can't not compare him, which is yeah, unfortunate. That must be very difficult. Uh, but just such a lovely man. Okay. Just such a very cool guy. And and great great stuff. Just but not sting. Yeah. You know. Um, and just uh, <coughs> solo. Someone said he wasn't great vocally, but he was an incredible guitar player. I would go the other way. I'd oh, say okay. he was a very good guitar player and potentially, potentially a phenomenal vocalist. Okay. Because uh, the thing is, I think his general, his general singing tone, he pitches himself quite high. Okay. And, and, it's, and it's fairly thin. All right. But when he does stuff with it, when he pushes, okay. or when he goes for tricks, basically, which he does, you're like, goodness me, I don't know if your dad can do that. Sure. Uh, no, he, he's he's got some skills, but he but he is he's a like like we would be or whatever if we if 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 you and I were doing this full time kind yeah. of thing podcast we'd be doing <laughs> we, yeah we, we'd be doing that kind of thing we'd be playing a couple of hundred seater gig yeah. uh, venues a couple of times a week whatever yeah. that it's, he's that kind of level he's very very good at that level okay. he's, he, but he's not sting. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so also and Stick just so relaxed, man. I've never seen him. This is my third time I've seen him. Um, Kate, my wife, has seen him. This was her fourth time. He's just so chilled mm. and so enjoying it. You know, whatever somebody he's, he's telling a story and lady at the bank saying, "I love you." He goes, "Madam, I'm trying to talk, please." <laughs> um, you know, and just interacting easily nice. and and very very <clears throat> generous with the the younger. Uh, band members not that he needed to be hmm. they obviously yeah. get hired because they can keep up mm. but just just in terms of you know of, of the way he interacts with them wonderful um, really really cool gig I'm sad and just, and just stacks of hits yeah. it's about half you know did four new, newer songs all of which are great um, but aren't, aren't the classics aren't the big hits and then the rest of it was about half half sting half please Hmm. wonderful wonderful so that's that then into the theater and to the piano because that's how you say both of those words goodness me um so you learned something new was the piano in the foyer and it wasn't uh so at at the monte casino 
um, Jonathan Rocksmith and his new show Key Change. Um, so really fantastic pianist and Jonathan uh, himself plays yeah. piano. I did not know that. How did you not How know that? How did I not know that? You're a strange man. I am strange. Uh, no, absolutely <coughs> bloody superb pianist. Really, really amazing. Um, and so this is looking at which he's done. He's done other shows with a similar theme before, but this is much more much casting the net much wider to okay. influences from from everywhere. Um, obviously, obviously piano based um, influences, uh, and just playing songs from them, but also taking people on a little bit of a journey of uh, yeah, where he was as as a kid, and he was learning this, and there, and he started to appreciate this, and blah 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 blah. And just amazing, amazing, you know, like a, a Beethoven mashup medley thing that just requires a lot of fingers on a lot of notes a lot of the time. Hmm. Um, also with a band, uh, okay. Kieran Wilmington on guitar. Um, uh, just gone blank on the drummer's name. Fantastic drummer. Um, I'll, it'll come back to me. Um, but just, yeah, also lovely sort of. It, the in-between bits as important as the the great piano playing because just just a lot of vulnerability uh which is not necessarily a, a jonathan rocksmith thing did he um, sing as well or was it instrumental uh no instrumental okay yeah um wonderful a little bit of singing actually it was a little bit of singing i think but um yeah the focus is on the piano um and just a really yeah really really good show great band how was the attendance music. Um, again, I wasn't at opening night, oh, okay. I, but I hear, I, I hear it, it, it is good. That's okay. still on at the Monte Cassino Theatre, so go, go and check get it out. And then, last night, sure. yeah, man, also also solo pianist song uh, songs of Disney. Um, he is the associate musical director, has been the associate musical di- director for The Lion King for the last 20 years or something, so, as it twirls. A guy called Dupria Strauss, I hadn't... I hadn't heard of him before, but uh, that's also part of the problem. Is How that many so Lion much kings are touring? Is just so one much. Big I think the main one. Yeah, I think there's okay. a couple, but but there's the the, the Asian. I think probably loop that okay. is that is done. Anyway, uh, great pianist and Disney devotee, but interesting. Not not in that sort of blind kind of oh, way. Just sort of understands that there's a there's a great deal. You know, uh, will. Tell you with it with tongue very much in cheek about the you know the the structure that they they always follow right the formula and, and you're going oh, yeah oh, 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 and you roll your eyes and then he and then he sort of falls in also bits of his own life and this and that and then you start to see actually that structure is it works because it's so universal because we all have it yeah um, you have to you have to do this and then you have to do that and then you come back and it's mm. and you're a better person for it and if you sing lovely songs uh, so just also this incredibly expressive face and and doesn't hold back on the you know just the it, it's it's over pitched for, for effect you know just okay. this very wide eyes and and, and at that same moment <laughs> somewhere you know that okay. in between in between tunes and then you'll go back so it's actually it's very funny as well in between um, but also sort of vulnerability and then and kind mm. of touching and stuff okay and also great. instrumental so these these just these great uh, songs from from a range of musicals, um, Disney musicals, and as you as, you know, you look at you look at it up front and you go, well, it's going to be a review. Um, it's going to play some nice songs. Okay, good. It's a thing, but it's 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 that, but it's very much more as well. So it's a, a really good night out as well. So that's at the Theatre on the Square in Saunton. So go and check that out. So that was yeah, that was a busy couple of nights. 
Sure. Very nice, very nice. It's good that all of this is happening and COVID seems to be a distant memory, certainly in our country. Yep, let's, let's pray it stays that way. <coughs> yeah. Grief. Um, I have uh, not done any live. Oh, oh no, I did. I went to uh, Karen Zoid's mm. sensational um, Lucky Packet Festival at Loftus Park on Saturday last with my daughter and wife. Um, and the Black Cat Bones were playing and Bad Peter were playing that we saw open mm-hmm. for J- Journey or Boston or whoever they were that we had. <laughs> Foreigner. And, <laughs> Foreigner, that's the one. And uh, um, All about Aking, the details. Aking were playing. Oh, they opened for, for Karen. And they, I think they, he said uh, we, we've stood up from the grave to come and play the show. Yeah, I think they've done been around for a while. For, How'd they um, sound? <clears throat> yeah, fantastic. Loud old Liebenberg. Yeah, very, very good. a very deep voice. He does have a deep voice. He, I think the whole band is really his voice and his guitar playing. He's the he's star a wonderful, there. wonderful musician. He's also a very nice man. Okay. I, I bumped into him, and he's he's a very mellow man once he's had a couple of drinks. Okay. So he, and he hugs a lot. All right. Uh, later I know he's doing a lot of acting. Those are other stories. <laughs> yeah. Acting and so on. He's very lost nice a, a, quite a bit of weight since I saw him last. Um, but that was a fun day in the sun. Uh, speaking of the sun, it was very flippin' hot. Um <laughs> and uh, had to just find shade continually but that was yeah that was good just to see some local acts um there was a drag act named uh tolly parton which uh <laughs> who turned out to be someone that my wife had taught uh, in That's school in van Reinstorp in the western That's cape the tiny little town and uh she my wife drove him to his very very first drama audition in in the cape somewhere so they had a little reunion and he said, oh, I owe my entire career to her because she was the one who actually uh, took me to my very first oh, audition. That's funny, man. That's wonderful. Um, so it was uh, interesting and fun and, and um, yeah. yeah. As, as our little sort of unplanned theme for the week here, just with all this live stuff, uh, I was just chatting to somebody about um, somebody who didn't go to, in this, in this instance, Imagine Dragons, but it's a it's costing across the board yeah. because of the cost. Mm. Um, and it, it is extraordinary, and it's also extraordinary that those venues are still getting filled. So if I, again, I've only got this from the one source, I can go and look it up, but Golden Circle, so that's standing at a stadium, yeah. which means that it's, you're there for a long, long yeah, time. Standing in a crowd um, of people, close-ish to getting, the stage. And, but getting beer spilled on you and yeah. this and that and the next thing, and just getting sore legs because it's, it's yeah. long. So standing, 3,000 rond. Oh, which is a lot of rant. It's a lot of rant. It's a lot of dollars. It's a lot of money. Um, and again, I say it's a lot of dollars, but it, it, it is also expensive everywhere. Um, now, as you can imagine, I have absolutely no problem with musicians getting paid. Um, well, I think it's the only way that musicians mm. are paid these days. It's just to, to is, ramp up the prices. It's tickets uh, for when they tour and, and the merchandise they sell. That yeah. seems to be the thing. It's like they don't make money off streaming or they make such small amounts of money of streaming that unless you're Coldplay or Justin Bieber or whatever it is that's doing Tay-Tay. yeah that's doing you know absolutely millions yeah, upon yeah. millions of streams then you're getting a halfway decent income but most bands are not getting any income from streaming no one's selling uh, physical product very little physical mm-hmm. product I mean vinyl it seems to be making a big resurgence but I still think it's very very small is it though going to get and I agreed on all of that but is it is it going to cause a scenario where that niche is just oversubscribed because it does it does take going to concerts with big names out of out of reach of 95% of the population and yet 
they're filling their stadium. No, but that's what I'm saying. So, so now, okay, let's say 5% of the population can afford it, full stop. I think that's actually probably quite yeah. a reasonable, that's probably quite a generous mm-hmm. case. Yeah. But now, so, so, think, so in, this, yeah. in this past weekend's instance, maybe maybe yeah, there's probably a fairly wide crossover between Sting and Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I know some of so, them so, both. So, 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 so some people would go to both. But is it... And it, certainly, it would be for me who theoretically can afford the ticket, but but also can't really. Yeah, it's not. It's just like not, if it was a fan of yours, you'd maybe say. I'd have to, yeah. Uh, but but again, but that's my point. So now, if if we're getting a choice of five guys coming in the next six months, see, this is the problem. I'm going to go to one. Yeah. At most. At most. So in South Africa, because um, that costing is so so, it's the same with with uh, guitars here or. A musical gear or even cars compared to mm. America in South Africa if I want to buy a really nice guitar like a like a Paul Reed Smith or a custom shop vendor I've got to save up for like a year in America if I wanted to buy that guitar I could go and get a summer job at McDonald's work there for a month or two and buy the guitar mm. um, so I think these what comparatively are very expensive tickets for us is, is sort of feasible or sustainable so long as we don't get lots of acts coming here. In America, where you can go see anyone twice a week, you can't... Yeah, but that right there is, is an interesting way to say it, then, because then they're not going to come. Well, yeah, it depends how often... Yeah. Because the, yeah, but the thing is, if, 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 the, yeah. the, if, if the, the, the economic scenario can only um, sustain, sustain X, Y, Z... You know the guys who are going to go. I'm not going to go to. Well, it's I'm not all, going to go to South Africa anyway. Yeah. But they're certainly not going to come. Well, it's all quite experimental at the moment. I think we'll have to get to that point. So we'll have to reach this point of yeah. saturation where we we get like three big acts coming every month and suddenly realizing, oh, sorry guys, we can't afford to go and see right, so Pink and just in, and in, in just to support this, just hopped on Ticketmaster while while we're uh, chatting here and at Kings Park in West Perth Australia Australia Sting um, 350 Australian dollars um, yeah so what is that uh, depends how many Australian dollars dollar you, the average person earns well. yeah but it's just also to, just to get a sense of, of what that means you know um, Jack stop barking you disgusting it's just, baggage it's, yeah it's just it's really it's really quite scary um, yeah so what it's, it's about five I think so so it's 1500 yeah I think it's a ticket which is no, no, it's 12 there we it's go. another it's 12. yeah it's another brief. Um, hang on it's more evidence of the, mm. the weird inequality we have in South Africa and this massive gift okay uh, so gap. it's 350 350 that, that ticket would cost you 4300 rand. yeah so vastly more than yeah. it was here um, so again, we yeah, less and less read to your thing of mm. that will that will filter that will keep people out. Mm. Is the most we can you know, your venue only here is going to say the most you can possibly charge, and get decent numbers is X. And it's expensive for for those X to fly all the way here. No, but that's my point. Yeah. So you, somebody like Sting who can walk in and and fill and play a fairly small number, you know, four gigs or whatever he played mm. here. Um, uh, in for him, relatively small venues um, is going to go. I'm gonna, I can sell those out, and I have a history there, mm. and it's kind of worth Bankable. it on the way to Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but 
but everybody else is going to go it's not really worth no, it can't make and money. and again because reasonably the, the the venue owner can go i can't pitch it higher than that we will get 87 people mm. i know this because i tried once mm. um and that's going to look bad for everybody so that's an interesting little conundrum there it's 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 vastly expensive i mean again we know about uh, cost of living it's a, it is expensive here but it is more expensive elsewhere and that just that just underlines it 4300 bucks for a ticket it just keeps getting i mean i remember when Springsteen was here what is it three or four years five years ago golden circle was over a thousand rand and i thought over a thousand rand mm. for a ticket mm. you know i thought i remember when 750 rand was flipping it was crazy it, it, well, it's still, the thing is it still is that that's the problem it's just we get so used to mm. whatever bread goes up from yeah. you know by by two rand and it's not you kind of acclimatize quite quickly petrol goes up by two rand you sure. kind of acclimatize quite quickly but all of it the knock-on thing yeah where i still can't because it's a luxury mm. and a concert is not a necessity he he were words he wanted to take straight back but yeah. it isn't um and yeah to yeah to spend for your average anybody to spend four figures on a a single concert evening, ticket is yeah. is a is a hell of a thing because yeah exactly and, and to your point the evening it's it's not that so for Sting we drove to Pretoria yeah which means a couple of hundred bucks worth of, of petrol, petrol and parking and, and then food some food and, and some drink. this and some that and blah 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 so your your add-ons are huge and then yeah the people who were buying a t-shirt and a hoodie and you like I don't know what you do for a living but yeah uh, you know, throw some of that money at the yeah. chorus podcast with Stephen Foss and Bruce anyway um, so that's our little there's thing. the uh, the lightning alarm going off in the background there in case you heard that attentive listener dun 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 but it's Saint okay Mary's we're safe just yeah. so you know thank you for your concern Rosie why right. do you lick me in the mouth Steph what else have you watched or read or listened to um, I watched a, a series on uh, the Netflix uh, that I've been wanting to see for a while now. It uh, was in the trending section or whatever called Cleo, K-E-K-L-E-O. Okay. German show. A German, German Netflix show. Nice. About um, a German Stasi agent um, dun, dun, right dun, dun. around, set right around just after the, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Um, and it's a, a young girl who was trained as an assassin, a secret Stasi, not even on the books kind of thing, who was then kind of betrayed and sent to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the main character who now is taking vengeance for trying to find out why they threw her in jail after she was this very um, devoted agent. But at some point, uh, sort of in the beginning of the movie, she goes into West Berlin when the war was still up and, and assassinates this guy. And there happens to be this police guy who witnesses it. And then it's kind of covered up, but he doesn't want to let it go. And it's a story of the two of them meeting and what happens between them. But it's set in this amazing time. It's it's all in German. Is it noir? That sort of sounds no, like no. it could be. Okay. It's it's actually very very flipping good. It's quite gritty, um, uh, sort of very period correct. And the guy who plays the West German police officer is actually so so good Dimitri someone or other mm. he reminds me a bit of Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> he, he's just got this face and he's very comedic he has a face and, yeah he's got a comedic face right. and he's very funny he's very very funny and so he brings a bit of humor into it but it's spies and mm-hmm. West Germany and, and, and East Germany and the, the KGB and what their role was and the 
the Stasi and the Democratic, uh, what's it, the GDR and all these kind of mm. things. Uh, so, and there's this briefcase with these documents that, Does you know, it's light very... Up when you open it? No. Uh, it's very spy uh, sort of stuff, but quite quite funny and idiosyncratic and, and brilliant. Um, mm. So I really enjoyed it. Sort of eight episodes of about 45 minutes each. Um, and I'm hoping there'll be... Um, a second season but it's really really good I, yeah it's, I always it's find it interesting clear. to watch um, uh, foreign foreign Netflix things so do you so, yeah, do yeah. you have <laughs> any kind of block whatsoever for subtitles no what do you mean block no no just just a funny little taste in that if you because like, myself included for now it, it didn't used to be and it probably won't be in a while but for now I'm just kind of I think I'm just probably too tired most of the time when I'm watching stuff and I just I just want to veg because I know you can you can get the simulc or whatever the yeah 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 so you'll have English you know you okay, can yeah, select yeah. that in Netflix. So there was a show a German show as well called Dark, which I'm a mm. massive fan of. The time travel. Yeah. yeah, and I started watching that in English, or or the second episode for some reason started with the English, and I was like, it's it's just not right. Mm. It just isn't good. So I switched it back to the original with the subtitles, and I've got no problem with it. I. I think it's yeah. I think it's, it may, actually, it's just a late. It might be just a fatigue thing. Yeah. Just kind of, I, I can't actually, I actually be bothered it, in my total relaxing headspace. I find it incredibly good because in this day and age where we are assaulted with information, we find ourselves trolling Facebook while we're watching yes, it. Now you have series. to focus. Now you can't do that. Yeah. You have to watch. So, and I find that great because I am tempted to to do three different things while I'm watching yeah. a TV show and I think that's so bad for your, your attention yeah, and concentration no, your whole brain so Cleo on, on the Netflix very nice the Cleo right so I'm I'm sticking with my what was the most binge worthy thing yeah because there's, there's been lot, so many things there's a lot of different channels and some of it's good and some of it's bad so let's just stick so Kunk on Earth oh I love uh, Philomena <laughs> Kunk uh, Charlie Brooker's kind of protege just, I, I used to watch her on, on YouTube doing this stuff now okay. she's on Netflix yeah so it's, it's basically uh, do you know her name I've just gone blank Philip, um, uh, yeah we'll find it now she was in After Earth, uh, Afterlife with Ricky Gervais mm. she was in The Office the same yes, single yes, yes. lady she's anyway so Philomena Kunk is this is this uh, fictional uh, journalist yeah but also <laughs> just presenter she's okay, a, presenter. a, a, a documentary yeah. presenter it's a pseudo documentary as well yeah. but um, but it is it's just very funny so it's sort of meant to be in the style of a, a David Attenborough or a yeah. or a his, historical epic kind of thing and it's it's looking at life on earth over mm. through throughout time yes presented incredibly and BBC series yes. but just the most ridiculous absolutely rubbish absolutely full of all of the piss takes all the time so great um, and a lot of it and I, I love because there must be a brief a lot of it is interviewing actual yeah. very 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 high end experts yeah. so this is in the style of Ali G Professor Emeritus yeah, of yeah. whatever history or this at Cambridge and you know so very qualified people who but are they, not in on it I don't know about that I think they have to be in on it um, but but I think there is a good brief. I think they're saying. Yeah, I, th- I don't. Yeah, I don't, they think, do they, I don't think they're told what what they're going to hear. But I think they go. It's it's a set. It's a satirical yeah, show. Is, yeah. it's, a, it's a spoof. But even even with that brief, uh, they're not prepared for the <laughs> the <laughs> questions that she asks. Which yeah, there is so there is one bloke, and I, ridiculous. I, 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 remember, I, I can't remember who he is. Big hulking man, yeah. clearly very smart. This and that, and he gets asked the question, and whatever the answer is, the real history really upsets her. <laughs> so she goes. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> and she's, she's, you know, pseudo sobbing. Yeah. And he goes, anything you like. <laughs> With his big crew cut and yeah. his huge head. 
Um, and she goes, do you like ABBA? And he goes, I love ABBA. Uh, <laughs> and they just have, and, they, and, and then discusses very seriously why he loves ABBA. ABBA, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're talking about like microbiology exactly, or something. It's just uh, it's know, absolutely lovely. And, and just one, one lady just can't, can't handle it. She just, she, she corpses. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's, it's generally, because uh, no, that, that's the thing, they can't, if, if you weren't briefed at all, you would go, what sort of idiot are you? Yeah. Who's wasting my time? Yeah. So you have well, to be briefed uh, yeah, that, yeah. you know, you're part of, it's this kind of show. We're not going to tell you what she's going yeah. to tell you. Uh, so do respond naturally, yeah. but do keep in mind that she's not an idiot. It's this and that and yeah. the next thing. Um, it's great. It'll like start on a shot of her wo- walking through, you know, the Yorkshire Dales and she'll be like, Yorkshire's of late been beset by a scourge of foxes. And foxes, as we all know, are made of string. Yeah. We cut down to our edge. Like, she'll just say the most ridiculous <laughs> it nonsense. Is, it is lovely. It's very funny. It's very, it's a very kind of healthy kind of laughter, you know, because yeah. you're just going, okay, for all of the stupid media nonsense uh, that we have, um, this is just, so this, what is, it, this is yeah. taking the, 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 yes, the, faux, the faux seriousness out yeah. of there. Because again, no, nobody's going to look at, at a David Attenborough thing and say, stop being so serious. Um, if it's, it all makes sense. It's all properly researched. It's beautifully presented. Um, but he's not the problem. You know, he's the hero. Yeah. It's it's all this other nonsense. Like, let's put in a little political thing into our show here. It's uh, state of the nation, state of the nation address tonight. And generally speaking, that involves some stupid red carpet with some stupid politicians. And all of you are. I don't care. Um, <laughs> dressed in your stupid outfits, as though that's the point of it. Uh, yeah, we've got load shedding, we've got this, we've got all the rubbish ha- happening and you see fit to spend Ugh. 20,000 rand on an outfit and then po- you know, pose and make that the important thing tonight. So th- it's taking that as you see, as yeah. you can hear, is not what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of thing is, is kind of taking the heart out of that and going, yeah. stop it. It's not worth it. And it's writ- I believe it's written, or at least co-written by Charlie Brooker, who's the, the genius behind Black Mirror. Okay. And also these, uh, of late, these, uh, the death of 2022, or whatever those shows, yes, yes, yes. New Year's shows, where he just makes fun of the year before, which we said, stop being funny now because they're just so sad with all yes. this. So that is on, on the Netflix. Also Netflix, yeah. Kunk on Earth. And then I think uh, just one other one, I've just started, I've watched one episode, but it's it's called Stonehouse. Oh, it's um, the Britbox, I think. Yes, on the Britbox. And it's, uh, it's telling the story of uh, a, a real... Um, uh, M- MP, no, he's, yeah, MP, member of parliament, uh, politician, up and coming guy, gets a bit sidetracked. Uh, you know, is, is frankly, he's just very uh, naive and okay. and um, but also very narcissistic, and yeah. that's that's the point. So he gets manipulated because of that, finds himself in some hot water, and tries various ways to get out of it. But beautifully made so far. Um, Wonderful. Uh, McFadden, Matthew McFadden. Uh, Let's call him Matthew McFadden. Um, from uh, well, a lot of things really, but very. He's he's been. Oh, no man, what is now? What was he known for? What was he in? Oh, what is the American show? The with, American show with uh, uh, the the family that own all the media. Um, a succession. Right there we go. He's in succession as as the, as the as the. The, the son-in-law so the, the daughter's husband who just gets pushed around all the time and is, gets and he's, he's brilliant in that but he is a he is a Brit and he gets to play this very plummy kind of Brit in this and it's very it's very funny because again he's an idiot yeah. getting involved 
in things that he can't control and he thinks he can and he's he's ruining things and he's just so it's it's beautifully made and it's as i say it's only one one episode in but you you already sort of see the arc of like the the trouble this guy is going to cause by being an idiot yeah. a narcissistic idiot who can't handle the stuff he's getting mixed up in um and is going to really break a lot of stuff remind uh, me you talk about the righteous gemstones and it is it is a true story as well oh, okay. which is i will mention a rejoice listeners uh, that my favorite tv show is back on our sabc dstv screens which is all creatures great and small mm-hmm. the james harriet yorkshire dales vet story season three has started airing and i've watched the first episode where he, he gets married it's just spoiler lovely lovely i love that show i love it i want to live in that show also a very gentle again very yeah. healthy thing i must say Brit, Britbox. i often if i'm looking for a new show <laughs> and it, it says a lot about just our general mind space because you look at it and at the, the spread and a lot of it is that kind of show and you go but i want something else mm. and then you start thinking no but why do i want something else i don't want something where you know whatever the guy is wakes up late at night and has lost the bottom of his leg and why you know we can have this lovely yeah healthier interaction all of this happening as well instead um right so that is the televisuals or at least proportionately fill our lives with light instead of the dark yeah better things why not very attracted to the dark. Oh boy, he said um, in his full, fully black outfit. Talk, yeah, let's talk a little bit about music. Um, let's do that. The Grammys recently. Uh, Song of the Year, won by Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. And I see all the memes going, unknown blues oh. singer wins over... Do not get me started on this. Just Taylor from Swift and whoever else was up for the Song of the Year. And I'm like, unknown blues From the perspective, because again, take out the Grammys, take out Bonnie, take out anything... It just makes me angry that at a big newspaper, that's the Daily Mail in that case, they have somebody reporting on music who knows less than nothing about music. It's disrespectful to the reader. It's disrespectful to the artist, the end. Um, And there are millions of us, no, there's not millions, but there's thousands of people around who could do a better job. Mm. Uh, And that's a profession. You know, you're a professional platform. You're a big platform. You make a difference and you're stuffing it up. Anyway. Well, I think it's a comment on on the nature of everything these days. We live in this instant TikTok. What's the flavor of the minute? It used to be the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. Then it was the flavor of the week, yeah. the flavor of the day. Now it's literally the flavor yeah. of the hour. Um, and if you are that journalist that's covering that, you've got to be up to date with the latest TikTok star and their followers and so you, I don't know that I you can. can afford to be like a Rolling Stone connoisseur and of any of the any of the rest of it do you feel because I, I know big this again from what I understand big uproar that, that Beyonce didn't win and blah 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 do they understand that their vote doesn't count <laughs> yeah. because no but I mean this is this is the thing if it's if it's the Grammy Awards and there are Grammy no, voters or the whatever awards and there are whatever voters yeah. that's how the system works yeah. if it's a case of we're polling this section mm. of social media and all of you voted for Beyonce so obviously Beyonce no problem yeah no no but it's, it's this is kind the, of irrelevant in the yeah, context the academy yeah which again is not is not to say that they get it right necessarily but but it's a system the, it's a process it's, yeah and there also there isn't there is obviously there isn't a right in, no. in terms of, of, of this is definitely I think the it's best wonderful. album in the whole world I think it's anything. wonderful that she won that song of the year I think I mean, it's fantastic that Bonnie 
and that I, an artist I, and like I imagine that. she has to have seen that that meme, and I imagine that she just threw her lovely hair head back and laughed raucously, yeah. um, and then wrote another Grammy-winning song for <laughs> next year. Um, that is again the the that's that was that class is permanent form whatever form is temporary class yeah. is permanent. Yeah, that sort of stuff. I have that sort of feeling again. I'm not I'm not the biggest Harry Styles fan. Um, there was that, that sort of big hit of his recently, as it was, okay. which I thought was an excellent song. Um, but he does seem to have a much more sensible approach to the whole madness of the industry. Not to say that it shows in his dress sense or anything, but <laughs> but he's just he's just going. I've got a I've got a lot of profile. I've got a lot of support in terms of record companies and mm. this and that and the next thing. I can do all of this stuff. I have these ideas. I'm, my sense is like I'm going to enjoy it as, as long as it mm. lasts kind of thing um, and he is, a, he is a talented guy mm. um, he does have all the, all the image stuff to help um, so yeah more power to him in, mm. in the context you know uh, I would like something with actual guitars to win but that's just me yeah maybe one day Sigh. we can um, we can dream yeah I uh, have had a bit of a revelation with an artist that you recommended um, Jeremy Messersmith mm and I, I love that ukulele album um, and it just showed me someone who has such a strong sense of melody mm. even over a very simple harmony chord progression and so I've listened to I think his three latest albums and they are just so great I mean it's not world changing music it's just you know it doesn't need pop. to be but yeah. the melodies are gold and he's such a smart lyricist like uh, very very clever and and um, yeah subverting ideas and, and really really wonderful uh, lyricist and the songs are just wonderful I'm really 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 enjoying him as a songwriter as an artist the music is is great um, but the melodic sense which is my Mm. my jam I'm just I'm loving it loving it yo jam very 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 cool very nice Um, so I'm pressing on with my attempting to which actually now that I I say my thing about the the subtitles earlier it is definitely something that I need to just narrow my focus and not try to do too many things at the same time Mm -hmm. Um, your albums yeah so sticking with albums listen and also going with so uh, Spotify obviously you know throws up stuff if you know on the the algorithm you may you may like this and whatever whatever mm. so i have tried a couple of things uh so a guy i hadn't heard before rodney crowell okay. an album called close ties um now it's kind of sort of john hyatt or whatever you know oh. guitar driven yeah, sort of yeah. song singer songwriter warren zevon yeah that Folky, kind of routine. that kind of side of of okay. the industry also and but also clearly an all pro clearly well respected uh, cheryl crow guests you know that kind of okay. stuff Gosh. he knows people who know people um and, and just really cool yeah and just but also there's a, like a Tom Petty attitude also sometimes mm. just like yeah I don't really care what you think good um, and uh, yeah, there's a song called Life Without Susanna but Susanna whoever she is pitches up somewhere else in another song as you know so obviously Susanna is a person or represents a person okay. um, so he's telling stories um, and some really yeah some, some really kind of that's just great stuff to have on the back like East Houston Blues it's just hmm. is what it is it sounds you know um, what was the oh John Paul White Rosanna Cash yeah, on the one wow. song It Ain't Over Yet sure um, that, that's that's really great the, the Cheryl Crow song I'm Tied to You um, and also that, that sort of 
yeah, that kind of slightly, <laughs> slightly, slightly brutal. Okay. You know, that sort of thing of just kind of, well, this is something that happened in my life and I'm telling you about it and I'm, I've kind of moved on. You know, yep. that kind of attitude sometimes as well. But, but really, really cool. Um, as I said, he's not, he's not mainstream. Mm. Um, he won't be, but do you, does he care when he can phone Cheryl and no. whatever, whatever? Uh, <clears throat> pretty much, pretty much no, no real filler. Um, all sorts of great stuff there. Uh, so that, oh, look, and it says, you, you might also like, and then the picture underneath is Bonnie Raitt. Very so, good. So that She's kind of, everywhere. That side of things. So Coast Ties is the album, 2017 album. That's Rodney Crowell. Nice. And then just another uh, uh, first aid kit. Do you know? Do you know them? The, I've heard of the duo. So um, at the moment, there's another duo called Lucius, who okay. seem to be. Oh the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know Lucius. Lucius or Lucius. Lucius. So they were first aid roadies. kit were the the proto Lucius. Oh, okay. Sort of thing. Yeah, well, same kind of thing. So so two ladies singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, very very cool. And beautiful harmonies and stuff. Mm. And they've got an EP called America. Okay. And basically, the the, the, the title song is the is the Simon and Garfunkel song. Really, really beautiful version. Amazing, but it is—it is such a when you listen to it again and you hear it in a slightly different context, it's just an extraordinary song. Um, huh. America, the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Simon Garfunkel, and uh, yeah, also five other songs as well. Lovely, lovely to listen to. Yeah, just just Wondrous. just a great, and that's an EP, so it's um, it's a bit of a short to listen. So yeah, good. We Play need to uh, wrap up relatively quickly. Shall we quickly talk about what we've been reading? Do it. Do it. I uh, am still reading Sticky Fingers, the uh, Rolling Stone. I'm nearly done now. Australian Bones. The Rolling Stone um, book. By I'll speak more about it next week when mm-hmm. I finish it. So maybe you should talk about what you've been reading. Right. Well, just don't mean it then. Yeah. All right. So the Odysseum by David Bramwell and Joe Tinsley. What is the link to the Odyssey? Um, well, the subtitle will tell you: "Strange Journeys That Obliterated Convention." Oh my goodness! So it's one of these. It's a sort of miscellany kind of I book, you know. So obliterate convention. Um, so just they've gone and they've just been interested, which I always oh, like when like people that. are interested yeah. and they go and follow it up. Good for them. So it's it's looking at all sorts of weird journeys. Interesting. That people across history, famous people, less famous people, yeah. um, have have taken. Um, so I mean, it starts with. Uh, you know, Albert Speer, the, the Nazi, who was hmm. in jail, but okay. then wrote a whole thing about the, a journey that he had taken, but it was all in his mind. But just this enormous round the world thing that he, you know, invented to keep himself sane um, while he was in jail. So you know that that sort of thing. Other guys who who um, got themselves you know, stowed away, ah. didn't want to pay for tickets to the other side of the world, so you know invented little. Uh, Compartments that they could fit into, and you know, nearly died, and this and that. And the Gosh. next thing, um, the, the bathsphere, August, August Picard, you know, who invented a uh, bathsphere. Yeah, but also one that went the capsule that first that the bathsphere is based on was to go up. Oh, really? And so they invented the technology for that, and then his son went in the the water version down to the bottom. Uh, another one, prisoners of war. And this amazing, <laughs> the road to Endor. This amazing. There's a film of that name as well. Yeah. Do go and look it up. But uh, incredible story of all the subterfuge and, mm. and stories and imagination and danger of being caught. Imagine dragons. Um, to get out of, of where they were. Um, interesting. Uh, you know, people going all over the the world to. I mean, and just it does it does good. There's what there's a, a chapter called the final fix, and among the people investigated there were William Burroughs and Allen Ginsberg. Huh. You know these great beat yeah, personalities yeah. that we know, but 
you know, and they went to South America to look for this and that drug and how it would open up. But basically, just a bunch of idiots, frankly. Just, you know, just selfish gits mm. with agendas who managed to get a platform. Today, neither of them would matter in the slightest. They'd, they'd be looked at as just weirdos. Um, anyway, that's that's a separate thing. But it also did introduce me to a guy I hadn't heard of, Richard Evans Schultz, okay. um, who was the real deal in that regard, going and kind of on his own, just sort of walking across the Amazon and living with tribes and this and that and talking his way in it. So essentially, and apparently part of the, the inspiration for, for Indiana Jones. Okay. Just an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, you know, but probably that you wouldn't, huh. you wouldn't meet again. So lots and lots of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the merry pranksters. Just uh, people are weird, man. Mm. People did weird things. Um, so just interesting, interesting. Yes, book very, very interesting. Guys trying to get to the center of the you know, journey to the center of the earth, whatever mm. it is. Um, all right. Lots of people are getting sucked up into hurricanes and whatever. You know, all lots of fun. Oh. Um, so just very interesting because it's uh, yeah you, you can read a couple here and a couple there yeah. or you can read the whole thing through and just it, it just it underlines that people are more interesting than the newspaper says they are yeah. um, that we all have some or other yearning to do something extraordinary because mm. uh, our, our levels of extraordinary will often obviously differ but um, it also could go violently pear shaped uh, or succeed you could escape from jail or you could get sucked up into a, Storm and die. Okay, um, good. So and there are those note, things. On that note, on that bombshell, the Odysseum, David Bramwell and Joe Tinsley. Check it out; it's very cool. Nice. Thank you, dear listener, for another journey with us oh, to yeah. the centre of the podcast. I see what you did there. Do please, as we did, or as I did anyway. Steph was lazy, mm. um, but um, do get to the theatre or the music venue or the whatever. Yeah. Um, because. Support it matters, the arts people. Um, yeah, as, as a, I found a little meme again, which I've seen before, but it does. It says, "Buy art from living artists. The dead ones don't need your money." Um, oh, there's, so there's that. I don't care. That's not okay. my problem. Um, we're alive. We have this podcast. If you would like to contribute in any way, please chat to us because we would like to really help you with whatever your well, you need can is. Help us. I mean, um, uh, no, yeah. no, no. But that, that's true. No, no, it, it will. It will work both ways. But um, you know, we can. We can do things. Nice. Um, let's let's talk about that and go to the Facebook page, yeah, the, the chorus, chorus with Stephen Wilson, Bruce Dennell. Uh, yeah. Do comment, do like, do send, do whatever. Um, and thank you for your patronage. Yes, indeed. Catch you on the next one. Okay. Goodbye. Good day. <laughs>